The Boston Globe has received two binders full of women's resumes from a former aide to Mitt Romney, who was ridiculed in 2012 for his comment that he had, quote, binders full of women to be considered for cabinet positions. One binder's marked strippers, the other's marked nurses. The Trump Report starts now. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Both honorable professions, by the way. Welcome to the Trump Report. I'm Christian Blad on Twitter and Instagram at ChristianDMZ. Uh, I spoke over the song, but uh, yes... We're going to talk a little later about the mother of all bombs, so um, couldn't be more appropriate than Pink Floyd asking us, Mother, we're going to drop the bomb. Joined, as always, or except for last week, (laughs) but joined as usual by Chelsea Galicia at Chelsea Galicia. Hi, thanks. There it was. (laughs) I almost forgot how to be. I know. Well, look, this isn't as as swanky as political culture. Mm -hmm. You know, things are a little bit more casual here. It's a little bit more dumbed down. But not on political culture earlier tonight. Scott Moore at S-Man 80. Hi, guys. And uh, joined once again by our friends from Based in L.A. At Based in L.A. We have uh, Tim Stabers. And it is Stabers, not Stabbers. We had this conversation last time. Yeah, you got it right both times. Right as I said it this time, I'm like, wait, what did he say last time? I should have rewatched. Right again. And uh, Jeffrey Mark Klein, who is at Jeffrey, am am I right? I had that the last time. This time, not so it's all strong. Right. You got to mess it, up one of us each yeah, time. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> it's definitely the rule. And hey, don't forget the show's Twitter is at Trump Report ABTV. We just got a bunch of people to follow us uh, last week because of how shamelessly I begged and pled. Uh, look, I, I just want to. I just want to be to a hundred by next week. It's so sad that we have under a hundred followers. <laughs> how long have we been doing the show? And right. you know, um, we get retweeted and everything. So uh, you know, I, I, I have. Uh, 3,500 followers, but our show's <laughs> account does not. So uh, let's let's try and get into triple digits, people. Anyway. Hey, we're close. Oh, are we? I'm just looking. 93. 93. So we went up so we one seven, since this afternoon. We need seven followers. Should we just hold our breath until seven <laughs> more people follow us? It's probably not going to make for uh, good viewing and uh, or especially listening. not good listening for the people on <laughs> iTunes. Now, uh, Chelsea, you had a big, exciting trip is why you weren't here last week. Yep. We're going to talk about that next week yep. because it's so much. <laughs> nice tease. There's tease. so many great pictures. I was just like, no, no, no. We can't cram this into a show where we already have special guests. So for everyone who knows Chelsea, it's like, when is she going to show the picture of her with Bernie? Next week. That's when you're going to get to see it. Mm-hmm. But Bernie Madoff? Yes. She <laughs> went, to prison, oh, no. we went to prison and met Bernie Madoff. I mean, if you think about it, probably an interesting conversation you could have with that oh, guy. Oh, totally. What did you think uh, about Richard Dreyfus playing you in that TV movie? Right. There's another Bernie Madoff movie coming out this year. Not with Richard Dreyfus. No, with because um, I'm not in. Then okay. I only watch Dreyfus movies. All right, that's basically <laughs> that and Mr. Holland's Opus. Anyway, so uh, Tim and Jeffrey uh, last oh, just this past weekend, you guys went up to uh, not a particularly uh, conservative neck of the woods here in California. You guys went to Berkeley. So yes. tell us a little bit about it, uh, about uh, what inspired you to go this weekend and the event you were covering. And, uh, Neil, if you wouldn't mind showing some of that uh, delightful footage that uh, – who uh, who are we getting that from? You told me who to look it up uh, from. It's from uh, Shuttershot45. Shuttershot45. I want to give uh, credit to uh, the person whose uh, yeah. video we're going to be showing. He's great. Because He's we did cool not guy. film it. Yeah. So anyway, uh, go ahead and tell us about what brought you guys up to Berkeley. Uh, well, we headed up there with a group of people that were going up for a free speech rally that was organized by uh, a group called the uh, – what, what does that The uh, Liberty Revival Alliance. Yes. Uh, a guy named Rich Black uh, contacted Jeffrey and wanted him to speak. 
speak uh, for that. Um, so the free speech and the organization is the literal Liberty Revival Alliance. Alliance. Okay. Yes. yes. And, and you wanted me to speak about free speech and comedy because okay. that's what I care about. And there was a few um, more, uh, I guess they were all right. They were all right leaning speakers. Yeah. That usually happens. You when have you to talk be really careful. Yeah. Is that, is that alt right or no, no, no. All there, there, I think there right. were, there were some, there were some alt right people. What you were there saying was all Space, yes, right. all, all of them space. were right. right leaning yeah. people, okay. right? There were some yeah. alt right people there, yes. sure. Um, but uh, we went up there and uh, spent the night and had uh, a good time in Pacifica and then went into Berkeley the next day. Where, and had a less uh, good time than in Pacifica, um, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so wait, it wasn't what, a great time. What was the this is a a rally for free speech, correct? Right, and they felt it was necessary because. Because, because the, oh, the uh, symbolism of having it at the same place where the free speech movement began in the 60s. Mm-hmm. Got it. Okay. And do they feel it's under attack or it was just like acknowledging an anniversary? Yeah. Culturally, free speech is hindered in a lot of places. And usually when something happens culturally, it's only a matter of time before it happens legislatively. So we're talking right. about it now in the sense of why are you censoring comedy? Why is youtube censoring videos why is youtube demonetizing stuff all that and so uh that's a lot of the stuff we were talking about so i i'm not this is kind of embarrassing to say because we are a youtube show but how are they demonetizing uh algorithmically they're taking um people that are tagging things that are um rightly that have like right-leaning tags that and demonetizing them or if you just talk about certain subjects like if you talk about rape or if you talk about even in a negative connotation, they uh, a lot of uh, advertisers are pulling their ads and don't but want. They to... get to do that on TV too, though. Like, right? They don't even right. like Bill O'Reilly for paying out money, yeah. so they get to. Right. We're pull merely their stating. Ads. We're merely sta- we're merely stating that that's a factual thing that's happening. Yeah. So, but well, is it, is they, it like they're, this they're free to do it that? Shouldn't be allowed. Do you do you disagree that it happens on TV with TV advertisers? Oh, like it happens they... everywhere. Yeah, it happens all yeah. the time. So is it's just a disagreement with that? Or well, how just can you blank- discuss something if um, if people like how could you make a career out of discussing um, problems in the news um, independently? You can no longer compete with people who already have a platform. If you're starting at, from nothing, there's the the only real platform you have is right now is YouTube. So if YouTube decides they don't want to hear about certain things or they don't want to support certain things, then those people can't really build an audience. And if you can't build an audience, you can't compete with people who already have one. And when you say build uh, build an audience, build an audience that but that's paying you. Because anybody can have a show. It doesn't need to make money to build right. an audience, Sure, right? sure. Okay. Absolutely. You're watching After Buzz TV. Uh, anyway, <laughs> uh, <laughs> case in point. But So talk a little bit about, I think we're having a problem with the video, but you guys talk a little bit about oh. uh, what you actually saw in some of the things and we'll, we'll show it when we can. Oh yeah. So <clears throat> when we got there at, it was at Martin Luther King Jr. Civic Park and it was divided in half by this like orange, that orange like mesh fence that the police have that they just roll out easily. And on one half is where the actual speeches were mm-hmm. and where all of the, the pro free speech people were. And on the other half was all just people wearing all black, black masks, black hoods, 
where you could barely only see their eyes, and they were just like staring aggressively. How many people? Were uh, there was, I would guesstimate, like seventy-five people on that side, right? And like a um, hundred people on our side. They sent out an ordinance this day before that said, "Don't bring the following items um, because of what happened, what had happened in the past." So uh, when we got there, we all subjected ourselves to the police and were kind of surrendered anything like they were checking monopods on cameras and things that could be used as weapons um and then the people that were in the fences were disarmed and then as the speech went as the speeches started happening out on the outside uh people who were um antifa antifa is what they i'm call not sure if you're familiar yeah. with them but um the, they, they had people on the inside but then they started forming a perimeter and then throwing m80s um into the crowds trying to keep us from having our uh, free speech rally. Yeah, pretty much. Well, and uh, Jeffrey and I spoke about this a little bit earlier. I don't know any better way to honor the idea of free speech than to throw M80s and I believe rocks were also rocks. thrown. And rocks were punches. thrown, yeah. So, you know, free speech is always welcomed as long as it follows I, a certain What is this ideal. group trying? So they call themselves Antifa, which stands for anti-fascism. Mm-hmm. Where, like, Literally everyone I've ever met is against fascism, so like it's a very interesting, like weird way to. They're also they also categorize themselves as anarcho-communists, which is a a which is a hilarious oxymoron. Yeah, but so they um they claim they're anti-fascism and they believe that this current administration is a fascist administration, and so anybody who supports it is therefore a Nazi. Was this like? Trump related at all or just this the was... speeches were not like Trump speeches I was even told before speaking like you don't have to write a speech about Donald Trump this isn't about Donald Trump it's just about free speech and I was asked to talk about free speech and comedy because that's what I do and so none of the speakers were told to come talk about Donald Trump do, do you have conversations with people on the left who tell you that free speech is not something that they believe in uh, no, my friends don't mind about free speech. I mean, it I guess depends on one how you categorize the left, because the a- Antifa people I would categorize as the left. But it's, a, well, it's sort of an extreme. Well, that's it's a extreme little bit like saying the KKK is, right, the right. is on the right. Right. So. Well, one well, of the things most I, people do, and uh, a lot of people have been calling Trump supporters KKK people and calling them racist well, for about two years. Well, the KKK did years. come out and, and support. Yeah. Right, and David Duke also kissed uh, Hillary, Hillary Clinton. Clinton. So really, they both kiss each other in the mouth. Yeah. But anyways, so there's kiss a photo. each other on the mouth. Yeah, yeah. you can yeah. look it up. Look there's it up. photos of that. Yeah, there's um, photos. I don't but, know who I feel worse for in that situation. I know. Right? Anyway, continue. <laughs> but no, so I will say, um, friends of mine on the left do think they agree with things like the legislation in Canada that makes it against the law to like mock Islam. Well, yeah, they're, that, uh, they like, don't really have free speech in Canada. Right, but right. they think we should enact something similar, something similar to that to here. That. Right. And like, as somebody who's been banned from comedy clubs for making jokes about religion in general, I don't think that that's something our government should be legislating. Yeah. And by the way, we are uh, watching the, uh, I always want to call them Cult 45, but... Uh, well, <laughs> Shuttershot, <laughs> Shuttershot, Shuttershot 45. 45. Oh, yeah. yeah. I wish Cult 45 was a sponsor, then it would be an honest mistake. But, uh, so we're looking at some of it. You know, there, it, it seems, uh, you know, there, and oh, there you are in the video, Jeffrey. I see why you sent me the link. No, mm-hmm. you're, that's not you. That's someone who's been hurt. Oh, like, but uh, there there you were in the middle but anyway uh so talk a little bit about sort of the you so you mentioned the m80s you mentioned the rocks and uh in uh, general how many people were there really you know on both sides of the the actual conflict between these two parties i would i would guess 
I don't know, like fifty people. I'm I mean, terrible with guessing. I am too right, because it, it was such a mess. Like, it's not like hundreds. <clears throat> there was or, not like hundreds right. or thousands of mm. people. It was a relatively small amount there of was, people. I, there, I'd say there was hundreds. I would say there might have been a hundred on each side at on each side. Point. Yeah. All right, yeah. but but, but so if you say thousands. like two hundred people on the street between it was just like this half of a city block, mm-hmm. and what happened was because as Tim pointed out, the police made sure anybody who was there for the rally, the people who are on the right, um, were disarmed. We weren't allowed to have shields. We weren't allowed to have like flags on poles. We you weren't could allowed wear to have hel- sticks. Some, you could wear a helmet. You wear a helmet, and some people weren't brought respirators. Have, um, weren't allowed to have pepper spray. You weren't allowed to have anything that they could classify as a weapon. Mm-hmm. But then all of the Antifa people showed up. Showed the, up with, uh, the anarchist communists. Yes, they yes. showed up with weapons. They showed up with sticks, with poles, with clubs. Right. So essentially what happened is the police chief allowed the people that were there that were on the right to go into a space, be disarmed, and then after, um, after the Antifa people showed up, they were the police were ordered to stand down, and then we were up, up, up against them f- defending for ourselves. And that's the weird part: is the police were there up until noon when the rally started, and then the police we did we, they were gone. Yeah, and both sides they shot one can of tear gas. They shot that before noon. But that was before. Yeah, that was in the eleven o'clock hour. But both sides were uncomfortable with the fact the police disappeared. Like there's people, the Antifa people and our people. Well, were I think both I, yeah, any scared because of... the police disappeared, and there was like there was a rally and a threat to the rally happening at the same time and then they started throwing m80s at us which if you've ever put an m80 in a mailbox i know i did as a child it'll blow it up (laughs) yeah because an m80 is like a quarter of the power of a stick of dynamite so throwing those in a crowd of people is very dangerous wait so all you need to do is throw four and then you if you taped four together you've got dynamite so uh Um, keep that in mind kids kids at home kids at home comment below uh Um, and then they were, they started throwing rocks. I got hit in the shoulder with a rock. They started, uh, they They were punching. There's a video of a kid uh, from the same person who did that video. If you guys want to look it up, uh, who got hit in the head with a U-lock and bled all over the place. There was a a lot of, there was, in fact, there was, there was medic people, people there specifically to tend to people's wounds and, um, treat people for like getting maced in the face. People are getting maced a lot. Yeah, a lot. So, but what was happening was. The Antifa people were trying to take phones and cameras from our side. So my phone got taken and smashed. Right. Um, well, I that got... draws it's over the line. M80s, maybe. Mm-hmm. But don't phone. hurt my phone. Yeah, don't hurt my phone. That's terrible. Because I got hit I mean, with Apple a rock. I mean, care is expensive. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Which is which, it's $150 the phone to repair my the phone. phone was, uh, there's a live feed of the phone. Being, being cracked. I was, li- I was live, and you yeah. can see the phone. They threw it up in the air, and then it lands on the ground. You can hear in you our live stream. I'm chasing after and it. Getting and getting kicked in and the side. Yes. When I reached my phone, I got kicked in the rib, so I have a huge bruise wow. on my side. But you can see them stomp on my phone and kick it away from me. It was mm-hmm. very like high school style. But they were doing wow. that. They were. I got punched and kicked and rocks thrown at me, and the worst thing is that my phone got shattered. <laughs> right. And as, as I haven't heard the end of it about the phone. I've talked yeah. about it. It is the worst. Because it is the worst. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, as long as an M80 didn't actually, you know, detonate and explode on you, yeah, the phone is probably mm-hmm. the worst thing that could happen. But so sure. as Chelsea asked and you guys explained, this was not a pro-Trump event in any way. There mm-hmm. was not Trump signage. So these were just people that 
felt like, all right, well, we're just going to kind of create some mayhem. Right. You know, I don't yeah. know if the, the, right. these are not necessarily the same group, but these are the kind of people that are like, well, of course we're going to throw trash cans through windows of banks because why wouldn't we? Right. You know, this right. Is, yeah. Well, Yvette Falarca is, uh, has been around since, uh, since before right. the election. So, you right. can, yeah, she's the person organizing these she's, types of yeah, things. Yeah, she's, she's a ringleader. So a psychotic if, piece, tr- piece of trash. If you people. gentlemen were invited back to this next year, um, what would you do? Would you go again? Would you ask for... Uh, would you do something different have, if you yeah, went? Yeah, well, exactly. What, what would, would you, you do, do different? Bring two phones. Well, right. we wouldn't announce our plans. Uh, we already have uh, plans for the next one, which will be happening, I think, next month down here. I think we're going to do another free speech rally, and we hope they yes. show up. We look forward to seeing them. But I would do something that like anchors my phone to myself so it can't be taken. <laughs> yeah. We have a backup phone. That's important. And then also like a, a because the, phone. get an old flip phone. But right? also the police disarmed. That's the thing that bothers me the most. Is the police made sure none of us had anything to protect ourselves. Right. And so well, I would. Well, the idea that they didn't disarm everyone. Is right. The, the they trouble. disarmed. Well, I was thinking yeah. of maybe you know. And I'm not saying they didn't know, but you guys had planned this rally, and then you had this group that planned and came after, and those people. I think if that was planned that they were going to be there would not have been allowed to be armed either. Well, there was because enough... Because it was your... It was the not yours, but the free speech rally yeah. was the one that was there and getting the permits and doing all that right. to be there. So they're saying the rules for this are you have to be disarmed, you have to come in. And, and now this fringe group came in and... Uh, came in and, and were armed. True, well, but the suspicious the people that, the suspicious the people that were there ahead of time right. uh, were dressed in exactly the same uniforms and were handing out uh, sandwiches, which we... Stole. I stole some sandwiches um, from their side. Because with uh, with their with their logo um, drawn on them, I, ha- I have one pinned up at the board. Uh, oh, home. nice! And an anarchist A on the uh, on the sandwiches, and they were handing out Pepsi too. They were. Ha- we mm. all were handing out Pepsi. Turns it out it doesn't joke. work. Mm-hmm. But the suspicious <laughs> instance around that is. If the police didn't think that that was going to be a problem with mm-hmm. them on their side, why did they set up that divider in the park to keep us separate from each other? The police were aware that both sides were going to be there, but they only worked to disarm our side, and then they stood away. Right. Like that, they very much set us up for failure, and then we still won, I guess, technically. If you right, there are videos of people asking the policemen why they aren't doing certain things, and the police. Um, what are they, they? You can tell they the police are very, mad. The police yeah, are they mad. Get they very told like to stand down. they just they go yeah and that, that, yeah. That, but you can tell that they're upset because they can't their hands are tied. They had like a stock phrase that was like I would direct you to our like public relations person or whatever because you can tell the police are like it's our job to protect and serve and we're literally told to just stand here two blocks away and do nothing. Right. It was a very much a bummer. To not protect and observe instead of serve, but uh, that's I, I don't know. They were there, I guess, in case things got. Really violent, uh, you know. Maybe the actual full sticks of dynamite. Instead I mean, of, hitting, right, someone, so I hitting someone in the head with a U-lock is, is attempted murder. Yeah, yeah. U-lock to the head is violent. Throwing rocks into a group of people, like I'm not getting big rocks too. I'm not talking little I, rocks. Have Throwing you guys bricks. not seen the the shot of the girl getting punched in the face? I was aware of it, but I actually have not seen okay. it myself. But right. uh, yeah, I, I didn't see it. I just uh, had heard about it. Okay. People are commenting about this in the chat. Uh, oh, yeah, DVD DVD seventy eight says uh, these kids. Not you guys. These kids don't even know what they're protesting about. Uh, I asked, and they don't know what they're protesting no, about. Uh, they're against fascism, and I'm like, 
I have yet to see a fascist so in this administration. They are anarchists, but they love sandwiches, and that's all you really need to know about them. Almond butter and, bana- and banana, I believe. It was almond oh, butter what an with an awful bananas. sandwich. Agreed. It wasn't, and the bread wasn't <laughs> see, that I, great. I, I kind of didn't like them when they were throwing rocks in M eighties, but almond butter and banana. Now, Chelsea, does that sound like a good sandwich to you? Almond doesn't have kale in it though. There's no so. kale. <laughs> What kind of bread? No kale. <laughs> oh, that's a good it was point. Thick, was it good free bread? No, it wasn't thick. It was thick, mealy bread. It wasn't good. No, I don't know. I don't think so. I See, have too much it's at least got to be on good bread. It's got to be like a light, flaky bread. Well, if you're going to do something heavy like that inside. <laughs> Jeffrey, we're sorry about what happened to your phone, but we're glad you guys <laughs> yeah, are arriving. Right more more than anything. <laughs> more than anything. The thing I am liking about it, though, is my friends who are on the left, and I have plenty of friends on the left, they are also like these Antifa people are just terrorists. Like, look right. at their, they're acting like Nazi brown shirts. Right? Nobody they, is like yeah. uh, no, none of it would ever condone that kind of that because that's a fringe group that's doing that to cause. Right. It's right. insane. How, uh, the, yeah, I'd the, hate the, to be judged based on fringe groups. <laughs> <laughs> that's all we we're judged well, based on fringe groups, but it's fine. No. I guess we're used to it at this well, point. Well, there, yeah. there were uh, there was some other excitement over the weekend. There were uh, some tax protests uh, and protesting the fact that we don't have uh, Donald Trump's tax returns. And he felt that he should probably tweet about that and say, you know, I think there was an election. Why do people still care? But, I mean, people never stopped caring. You know, no. it's not like they, they only care now. I can't wait to hear what you guys say. I know, right? No. <laughs> well, so, but my thing is, uh, I, I don't know. I, I, I always feel like, if it's not such a big deal, why don't we get to see them? I think it's because uh, he's actually a terrible businessman, and I would I would right. I, I would appreciate right. that. You know, I, I just a few years. You know, there's probably a few years where I, I think that I just hope Trump- I don't hear. Well, there's no law requiring him to. Well, there, well, there isn't, so but, he doesn't have but to. But I hope that's not. But that's what an I'm easy out because well, of the precedence I mean, has been set. That is certainly a launching off point. <laughs> and it probably will be a law in the future now. <laughs> but at the same time. It used to be called the couch of dissent. Mm-hmm. That's true. Well, it has long been the couch of dissent. We've we've sometimes had. It was the couch of ascent a few times. Yeah. So we've, we, it, it's had different purposes. But and who sat there? Uh, what do you guys think about uh, this is another march, another protest, and uh, what do you think about there being so many marches? I believe there's one this weekend coming up here in Los Angeles. Yeah, for the science. Yeah, for science. Oh, yeah, the science so, march on yeah. Earth Day. I've been losing a lot of weight just based on marches Marching, on the weekend. Right. Yeah, well, lovely. yeah, because the weather's been great out here. So, sure. but, uh, <laughs> so what do you think about there being a tax march, and of course the bigger issue of uh, they really want to see those tax returns? Well, I mean, there's no law requirements. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I guess I personally, in my entire adult life, have never known that the president released their tax returns and never cared. Because it was never a big deal. I never. Right I mean, I never cared. I don't care what's in their tax returns. I know a lot of people do care, but like... We wouldn't I, care I, if he released them, but the right. problem is he's not. So right. There's not, a decent that chance that if they had been released I, what, right. when he was first running, and, and it and probably that, would be like, oh, okay, so yeah, he's got a lot of money. And right. the other issue yeah. is that he sort of has blatantly lied about it. He said he was under audit. Then he said nobody cared. So there's obviously something there as to why he will well, not release them. Nobody he what, cares about cares. Right. Do you so know Rachel Maddow releases tax returns? That was a yeah, huge deal. That was a big like story. That was we, a, did, we did talk yeah, about we did that talk on about here. That. Yeah, that was, uh, that, that okay, was a great wait, moment for well, Let's get back to it. Yeah, I really want to hear the, the real thought. So it's just it's not personally a concern to you. Does it concern you that he said, I will release them, then I won't, and then saying, I can't because they're under audit when we know Which that's not really a thing? 
and then said that nobody cares. I was like, I don't remember him saying those things, so I can't like speak to. Okay, well, so he just, hasn't we'll released them from, though, right? He, has he hasn't right. released them. No, and, and I've never cared about a president's tax returns ever. I, but I'm so you sure have not what... heard him say that he was going to release them. I never heard him say he was going. And to, then no. you didn't hear him say, or through Sean Spicer, say the reason they're not releasing them is because they're under audit. I don't. I never. You have. You've never heard that. Right. Okay. He has not heard that. Tim, what were you going to say? But Tim, I don't. What. What would we accomplish by finding out someone's taxes? Well, I think that the, oh, the hope is that a lot of things. The name, the name, the name three. If what there's a lot, then name well, three let me, go, let me go first. Uh, I, I think that the hope yes. is no, no. that there's a lot of things that are untoward in there, mm-hmm. which if he has a decent accountant, which I'm going to assume that he doesn't go to H&R Block and he has mm-hmm. a decent accountant, there's probably nothing that interesting in there because what was supposedly the most interesting page of any tax return ever was the page that Rachel Maddow showed us and it was like yeah um that's about as interesting as your haircut Rachel anyway so there's sources of income itemized deductions uh, I, so one of the does, things that'd be interesting to know is... Does he claim Putin is a yeah. dependent? <laughs> right. Does he? <laughs> a dependent. Uh, charitable contributions, uh-huh. whether he really has <laughs> that... Some no, but like really his business losses, his business gains. What I mean, you could, what, you could watch old episodes of Maury Povich to see some of his charitable contributions. Those are online. <laughs> but the sources of, of money, what you he's know, tied what into, corporations, what, what yeah. It would, but what but influences that, but that, but does he have with other governments and other countries? Okay, so let's let's talk about let's talk about the the sources of income. Who cares? What what well, what what would you find? What would you find uh, reprehensible or not worthy? What what would it change about him being president if you found well, out that he was getting income like from something that you find investments that mm-hmm. you would be concerned Negative. about? Certain countries, right. so let's certain say governments. A, a government is paying you money. Okay, you're talking about how? how say, we mean like the Clinton Foundation? Are we talking about the Clinton? Are we talking about how I'm talking Saudi about Arabia and how they tried we're to put a woman Donald in the White Trump. House? Or? Hold on, we're so talking you're, about Donald Trump. Right? So you're saying okay. if country if she released her tax returns from another not. country, that's a bad thing. I, it can it be. It can be depending yeah. on what the influence is. What are they paying for? What are they doing? Like Paul Manafort recently had to register as a foreign agent because this is a kind of thing that has to be public so that we know that there's no corruption going on. That's gotcha. the concern. Okay. Is corruption a thing, like a concern to you on any level? Re- Russia related, corporate sure. related, but just corruption, yeah, right? Corruption's a bad thing, of course. Okay. And so that's that's what the tax returns will help resolve. But I mean, that's why you have shell corporations cor- so that you don't have a, like a deduction like, oh yeah, I right. got $3 million from Russia. Not even saying that he did. But there's, you know, it's not going to be in his tax returns. But, but the, I want to know how much he made from The Apprentice. But that's here, all but I that's, care the, But that's what I'm saying. These are the things that you would find out. And, and the thing is, the fact that he's not releasing them means he has something to hide. Because it's not going to go away. So if he would release them, then it would put everyone at ease. We could say, great, there's no conflict ease. of interest. I'm part of everyone. There's no conflict of interest. There's no uh, issues with whatever government, whatever favors you're getting from this. We can see, okay, you're a fantastic businessman that you claim you've always been. You made a billion dollars. The fact that he's not releasing that means he has something to hide, and that's the concern that people have. Let me uh, share because a comment every from president this. for okay. forty years has done that, and now that he's not, makes us feel on the blatant lying, saying talking about the auditing, and then saying, oh, nobody cares anymore because election's over, which is not true. So. The, it's not going to go away, and that's the thing. It's not going to go away until 
they release something. I'll uh, let you guys uh, kind of wrap up this topic. But Shareable Texas in the chat says it's not what the tax re- it's not that the tax returns mm-hmm. will produce something for us, but it will allow me to trust him more to be transparent right. with his behavior. And he also adds it sends a message if you're unwilling to disclose private information when you're the most public figure in the entire world. All right, well it's a valuable point, but uh, Shareable Texas in the uh, interest of transparency. You don't live in Texas, so I don't know if I can trust you. <laughs> but uh, Jeffrey and Tim, I'll let you guys sort of uh, have the final word on that before we move on to the other really don't care enough. I don't even care, so we can move on. Uh, I mean, yeah, it, I mean, it, it is. I, I mean, you, you'll always be mad about it. I'll never care about it. I know. But I know. Be a march I mean, about it. It's very thing. interesting that he brought up. Hillary. Right, so he exactly. cares when right. other people do exactly. it, but when the uh, actual president. I, I'm merely is... saying select, selective prosecution seems you, to be a popular thing. I, I, would to... I would be upset if Hillary was president and her tax we releases were not concerned. We did talk about this on the old upset. show during well, the campaign, but we're not no, talking about Because she released her tax returns and Donald All Trump right, hasn't. Let me, let me ask Tim one thing before we move on. Tim, would you uh, care just as little if this was Hillary who was president and we didn't have her tax returns? If Hillary was president, I'd be living in New Zealand right now. I was planning on moving to New Zealand if she was elected. It's lovely there. Actually, I wouldn't. I wouldn't nice. care if Hillary Clinton didn't release her tax returns. Wouldn't. Did care. you have a? Con- did you? Did you have any feelings about Donald Trump insisting that Barack Obama release his birth certificate? No, I didn't care. I didn't care about Barack Obama's birth. I also I, voted yeah, for I Barack Obama. Care. I didn't care about Barack Obama's birth certificate. Well, because we all knew that was a ridiculous thing too. That was. So well, we does, it, know does it, it make him ridiculous. a little? hypocritical to be so insistent for that somebody years. needs to release something that they're under no obligation to release. I, I, was, but, I thought but it was you're implying like I we were say, the ones well, Also, I would say no only because if Barack Obama wasn't born in America, that would invalidate his presidency. That's As would but, we have emoluments but, clause in the Constitution. Donald Trump doesn't legally have to release his tax return, so why is it such a big deal? But if he if he is working for a foreign government, I'm aware of your then opinion. That would, then that would. But well, right, that's what I'm saying. It's we the wouldn't same care. Thing about he has something to hide. Otherwise, he would release no, no, no. them. So it, that's not just it doesn't mean he that, has something to hide. It, it means does. he's trying to prove a point that he could make it through his presidency without ever releasing his tax returns. I think that's kind of cool. What, well, I think at this point, well, well, wait, you said, what did it you mean? said you've been every impressed by Barack Obama for not releasing his birth certificate right. he survived the whole presidency? Yeah, without... I wanted him to be above that and say, I'm not even going to validate this with talking he about it. He did that for a long been... time. But then he ended up doing it anyways. And I was like, why would you bow to this? Like, ignore so it. So did you because think Trump weak, was in the wrong for insisting on it? No, I don't, because he cared about it. So he insisted on it. Just like how I don't think you guys are wrong for caring about Donald Trump's tax returns. I don't think you're wrong. I just don't care about it. You just don't care about it. Well, uh, everyone who's uh, watching this after the fact or listening on iTunes, you can uh, tweet at us. That's right. I haven't mentioned the Twitter in a good 20 minutes. (laughs) At Trump Report ABTV. (laughs) Let's move on to what we titled the episode after. The mother of all bombs. Now, the original New York Times reporting, that rag, characterized (laughs) this as a 20,000-pound bomb that cost $16 million. All right, that's a lot of change. And more than $300 million to develop. Those seem to be the facts. What was then reported after the fact was uh, there was a lot of subsequent reporting that said that it gave the impression that each bomb cost $300 million to drop. So it, it did cost an awful lot of money to develop this bomb. But, you know, it did only cost $16 million to drop it. And again, this is crazy money. But at the same time... It's kind of crazy to have the uh, level of inaccurate reporting. You know, it's not like they said, oh, it's an $18 million bomb. No, it's $300 million to drop the bomb. So I find that aspect of it interesting. Um, 
I also think it's crazy that we have a bomb this big at, at this time and that uh, President Trump felt that it was appropriate to use and from all indications didn't really hit much of anything. So I guess it's a big show of force. But uh, I'll start with our guest. Your thoughts on the mother of all bombs? Um, are we concerned about the price tag or? Any aspect of it. The size, the usage, the I price mean, uh, tag. Didn't he already save enough money to do that? He saved hundred over $100 billion in his first 50 days. I would say. Wait, wait, where, where are you getting that number Don't, from? Um, you can. The Washington Post actually got those numbers. You can definitely look that up. Where did they say that? Where did they say that Donald, from? Donald Trump said that he saved the national. He saved from the national debt twenty billion dollars. From what he hasn't even done a budget then, yet. That's done. Okay, so. I, I, hold on, hold I'm just on. letting you know. I'm just curious. This is all, all right. stuff you can look up yourself. But he said he'd saved the country twenty billion dollars. The Washington Post, in an attempt to prove him wrong, discovered that he had saved the country over a hundred billion dollars in his first. <laughs> 50 days. I encourage you to look it up. It's fascinating, but the mainstream media does not yeah. want to say anything right. positive about and Donald well, Trump. Well, no, because, because he hasn't even done a budget saying, yet. Right. So, but what, so I'm, but what I want to say... Let's move right. on to so the... What I want to say is, I'm surprised that that's the biggest bomb we have. Yeah, I'm not That we don't have something bigger than 20,000 pounds? It's kind of surprising. There's only 10 tons. I just assumed that we had like crazy enormous weapons. Like, well, that would be the father of all bombs. I was we assuming seen that yet. it would get to why did you, why you, you got to get all patriarchal? How dare assume you because, the gender of the bombs? Because I'm in the pocket of big bombs. All right? I was assuming, I'm getting the message out there. I was assuming in the future, America and North Korea were going to get to a point where it was like with Marvin the Martian in Looney Tunes, where they were yeah. just pulling bigger and bigger missiles pointing at each other. That's what I thought was going to happen. No, and then that'll 20, be that'll be next week's show where and we. Then Sure. 20,000 pounds is the biggest bomb we have. I'm not saying we need bigger ones. I just am surprised. Surprised at this big. Uh, and so then the cost, you're not that concerned about because of the savings. And also, I don't know. I mean, the government sure spends way more money than that on, on all sorts On his of vacations and uh, to no, That's true. That's, so that is a separate issue. But it, is, it, 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 isn't, uh, it isn't an insignificant issue because uh, – he, I guess, is uh, on pace to uh, spend a lot more on terms of uh, vacation protection than uh, President Obama did in two terms, and I think this one year. But, uh, Scott, I know you guys are feverishly uh, looking for this Washington Post. Uh, yeah, because this is, I love it when people say, look yeah. it up, and then I'm all like, right, all right, well, I'm trying still, to look it up. But you're still I'm... looking. Uh, Scott, your thoughts on the mother of all bombs, which you're right, I think uh, we should have had a more gender neutral yeah. title for huh? it. Well, I'm not going to get on my phone during a show. The official... You can get on mine. No, I don't want to. Well, the chat, well, that's the chat broken. job. That's yeah, you don't have a phone. Get on it, chat. Yeah. Yeah, no. hey, chat, look for right. the link. Chat. To, where's yeah, that the billion? DVD 78. I'm putting you on this. You find it. What about Cherubal Texas, you too. Yeah, that Texas guy should All right, Cherubal Texas says he can't find it. But anyway, so know, let's not right. get bogged down in this article. Uh, and Scott, your thoughts on the bomb? Uh, I mean, it wasn't... Um, it, I, I wouldn't say it would bother me one way or the other. I think it's Trump's uh, MO now to be like, hey, let, let me show you, you know... We've got the My, biggest yes, bombs. Yes, biggest bombs yeah. ever. It's just sort of like cool. the, the, yeah. the Syria yeah, thing. But it, but it didn't do much uh, at the end of the day. I mean, yes, it took out the tunnels, but those will be rebuilt. It's the same thing with, with Mexico and the drug smuggling and the tunnels. And, you know, so those things will be rebuilt. It's more of just a, a show of force. Um, you know, I'm just surprised that we haven't actually used it more often over the years than now. Because it's something that we've had in our arsenal for forever. So It's true. For years and years and years. Right. Chelsea, uh, your thoughts on but, dropping such a big bomb uh, as 20,000 pounds and the money, any aspect of it? Uh, I am really 
afraid of how sort of fun he'll think it is to drop bombs and the applause that he'll get for it, uh, which might Well, not from the people that it's getting dropped on. They're not (laughs) sure. But uh, it's somewhat sometimes of an unfortunate thing that uh, the country seems to unify behind um, military moves. Sometimes it's a good idea. Sometimes it's a bad idea. And for a person who seems to be so uh, juiced up by approval and applause for him to get those things from these actions make me concerned that he'll do things like this again in the future out of desire for praise rather than it being a well thought out plan to right. actually like the do something effectively. thing they were talking about with North Korea, you know, that would be something that, you know, would not necessarily be a smart thing to do. Well, I guess to save money the next time, if he just wants to drop a big bomb, he should just drop Zoolander 2 on them. The demonot in the chat says we shouldn't be dropping bombs in Afghanistan. We should be getting out. We've been there for 16 years. We have been there for a long time. It's awful. But um, I think, yeah, that's what I was. No, that was Afghanistan. So the, the Moab the, was, the Moab yeah, dropping, was dropping, dropping bombs in the Middle East. Yes. That was Afghanistan. The funniest thing about this bomb. Yeah. But the funny thing about the bomb thing is like it's the it's the move that weirdly divides us by not dividing us because like people on the right who've always been on the right are like Bush dropped a bunch of bombs over there. Right. So I'm cool with this. But then people on the left are like, Obama dropped a bunch of bombs over there, so I should be cool with this. But I hate I, I think Chelsea's not cool. So like, no, I'm not cool. And I'm I said it cool on this show. Either. Either. Right. But I didn't it's like, like with Obama either. I did but it's not the, like that. But it's the thing that like so many people are like, I'm I'm either supposed to hate this or love right, this, right. and I can't tell. To and your point, I do think that people look at it very partisanly. Yeah. Uh, I don't like Texas, it either way anyway. Shareable Texas says that your article is from the Washington Examiner, not the Washington Post. But we're going to – we'll get on that and we'll share it. I apologize. The right city. Uh, <laughs> so the right city. Before we run out of time, because what? we will. Well, Are you what, serious? We yeah. just said we down. just talked about two things, but uh, we're very close to uh, the <sighs> hundred day mark, and oh, yeah. I want to start with our guests, Tim and Jeffrey. I would like to ask you guys, what in these first hundred days have you been most disappointed about? You can talk about what you're most, you know, time permitting, you can talk, tell you, tell us what you think has been good. Most disappointing. Most disappointing, yes. My biggest disappointment is Donald Trump said he was going to cut funding from sanctuary cities and he still hasn't. So as somebody who is not a fan of sanctuary cities and was happy when Donald Trump said he was going to do that, I'm very disappointed he hasn't. All right. And Tim? Um, I actually just today he when he was in Wisconsin he was talking about uh, kind of like his executive order now I haven't looked at the particular uh, as- the specifics of it but the rhetoric he's using um, sounds a little protectionist to me and as a free trade person I don't agree with the rhetoric however I haven't looked at the actual b- bill he seems to have a he seems to be doing a lot of things that FDR not that FDR did, but he says a lot of things that sound like FDR said, right. whereas FDR's Keynesian solutions I was against, whereas um, he seems to be getting um, going in the direction of more going in the direction of fair trade or how, however you want to just like better trade deals and talking about getting rid of NAFTA, I think is a good idea, but I didn't uh, I didn't quite like the rhetoric and I don't like that he is not. Um, allowing people to know 
the guest list at the, the White logs. House. Mm-hmm. Visitor logs? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, no. I, I mean, what I will say, like, if you're going to keep that secret, there should be some sort of stipulation as to how many, how long before it becomes declassified so that there's... It's because three you months can still after the, after three, the law. It's three months that it takes for it to come out. For it to come out. Right. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, it'd be not three months after their presidency? No, no. Oh, just great. Three oh, months, cool. Just three so months later, you find out who was there Can I follow up on yours? You're, okay. you're bummed that he hasn't pulled funding, but money hasn't gone out yet. The budget right. so hasn't been that. done. It has not been done so yet. So he hasn't had, I guess, the opportunity to disappoint you because that's not right. been an issue yet. So anything else that's disappointed you? Um, I guess, I mean, a lot of my stuff is like Betsy DeVos hasn't gutted the public school system yet, but that's more <laughs> her, not him. Yeah, no, what, no. How do you she think that would serve us to days. gut yeah. the public school system? Well, because I think that education is something that the government shouldn't touch, so... Um, Do you think the federal government shouldn't touch it, or you think state? I think local also local okay. can handle it. State, no. Federal, definitely no. Okay. Uh, and uh, if you can isolate just one thing that you're most uh, your most your favorite moment from the, the <laughs> these hundred days, and mm-hmm. then uh, I will uh, make sure to have time for Scott and Chelsea as well. For me, it was Ben Carson finding uh, how much money was it? Was like it? Five hundred million. Five hundred million. It was a huge amount of money in just clerical errors. At yes. the housing department. I thought that was fantastic. The guy there. thinks he's a brain surgeon. What about <laughs> you, uh, mine? Is probably that there's 500 positions in Washington that Donald Trump hasn't filled yet because he's deemed them unnecessary. And things like, are moving along. As a businessman, yeah. like I respect that he's doing that from a business perspective. I just wish he would eliminate those positions so they're not like affecting our unemployment rates. But I'm very happy that he's not filling unnecessary positions. I think that's brilliant. Right. Well, Scott, your assessment says we're not at 100 days yet, but as we're getting, yeah, we're very, getting close. feverishly close to 100 days. Ooh. I mean, the, the list of, like, what am I happy is, with? Is, is that like... I would uh, love to like, hear a happy... I was going to say, is that like asking you to pick your favorite Nickelback song? Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> um, it's photographed, duh. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Are you kidding? <laughs> what else know, is it? How you remind me? Can you go first? <laughs> Because uh, no one is all bad and no one no, is all No, I know, bad. I know, so but I'm really Even Nickelback. Bad. See, look, we can yeah. agree on yeah. that. Uh, Chelsea, I'll I'm let you like, go because hmm. I didn't mean to stump you, Scott. I'm uh, actually stumping for the first I mean, time on the show. <laughs> I, I mean, I, uh, the only thing about Trump that I was actually looking forward to was his draining the swamp. Yeah. But the fact that so many of his cabinet picks are... I, 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 swamp people? Yeah. I, are they? I feel like they're not politicians. They're all business people. And the the swamp, the special interests that adds pork to bills have been companies. It's not been politicians on okay. their own adding stuff. It's usually a, an interest, a company that funds. So I thought perhaps it meant that he was going to have people in there who were not owned by interests, like corporate interest or military interest gotcha. or those kinds, and were... You know, for the people. I saw it as get the get the politi- the career politicians specifically, but get the politicians out of Washington so and get brilliant. I could have been people. I could have been okay with um, if you wanted to do term limits, but I haven't right. heard him say anything about that since the campaign. But also, when I look at these people who he's put in, these you know, there was like regulations removed, right? And one of them was like at the behest of Carl Icahn, and I can't see how. Removing something for Carl Icahn that seemed to be something pretty specific to a business that he had an interest in is really 
helping the American people. I think it just shows that that he is protecting his business buddies, and that's swampy. Uh, hey, Neil, can you give us a little countdown clock? Because I'm not quite sure exactly mm-hmm. how many minutes we have. I'm going to go pretty much right up to the last second. So Wait, if but we... can I just clarify? Yeah, go ahead. You asked what your favorite thing was about this presidency, and yours was like, it would have been this, but it's nothing. Yeah. Is that your answer? It, it is nothing. <laughs> That's what you were Is your answer, to. it could have been something, but instead it's nothing? Yeah. I, yeah, I mean, those were the things that I was like, if I'm going to be able to swallow this pill... Um, this is going to make it go down easier. But is what about like it, the stuff Ivanka's done? By the way, don't I have you have a pill that we found? Okay, thank we you, still don't thank know you, it. Bad Girls Club, yeah. Rebuzz. But <laughs> but don't do you like what Ivanka's doing? Like he put her in charge of in the environment or climate change and women in business, and she's done a lot for women in business so far. Do you at least I, like that? I, I I don't know what I mean. She's talked about, but I I don't know what's really come of that. And I'm results. I'm looking at you know more like laws that. These executive orders. Um, so I, I, I don't know. Okay. Ivanka's, well, what Ivanka's I, done is not. I can only give Scott one minute, and I do want to give him the chance. <laughs> I don't know. I, you, I, you've I, got nothing to fill that minute. I think just that he hasn't killed us yet. I mean, maybe that's a positive. He hasn't taken us to the sun. No, I'm talking about we're in some crazy wait, nuclear war. What was the other war. thing that you asked me about besides um, Ivanka? The, the mother of all, but well, I'm trying to give the Scott some time. The environment, climate change? Yeah. As far as Scott Pruitt, climate denier, shrinking the EPA, it, I, I, I do not feel at all that Trump cares about the environment. He said we oh, only no, need a no. little bit of it. Um, so I, I mean, did we I miss do something? Only need a little did bit did of he it. do I mean, something, you think, for climate change or the environment that you thought was positive? What do you Wait, care want... less about? I mean, this is tied into Wait. yours, and remember, we have to go. No! Uh, <laughs> what do you care less about? Uh, climate change or Donald Trump's tax returns? Ooh. Oh, I Ooh. cared. I care not at all about Donald Trump's tax returns. But so a little bit, of, but say, something about the environment. I okay. I would say I, no, that's good. I See, personally I care. We climate. walked here. Yeah, we, we care, care about, about the environment, environment more than anyone who drives a car. <laughs> I definitely okay, don't care so, about the environment. Okay, so what did he, what has he done, or what has anybody in his administration done on the climate front? He's de like you. He they keep putting people with these special interests in the environment in environmental positions instead of somebody who's not going to come with all these preconceived notions. It's just like Betsy DeVos in education. She's not part of teachers' union, so she cares more about kids than teachers. And Did, calling can you the, say the, that when the, she removed some of the protections from student loans? Right. I mean, how's that help stu- to, students? Did you hear about that? Yeah. Okay, so how did you um, – what did you think of that? Because an ideal – because ideally – if you look at college right now, it is relatively unnecessary. What Spe- is unnecessary? Going, going to college. college. Okay, but, but people already have loans. Right. People already have loans, but we were we were told the terms of those loans when we signed them. So, like, sorry. well, we will continue this conversation okay. in the yeah, future. Uh, Our guests on the couch from Based in LA at Based in LA. At Tim Stavers, at Jeffrey, am I right? So you got it right that time. Sure am did. I right? Yeah. I was right. Uh, we really appreciate it. And uh, as always, I wish we had more time, but we never yeah. have more we time. This is just, so much We have fun. to dive into this part next yes. time. Yeah, we're we going to just freeze this. Here. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. We'll just talk about education the whole time. Uh, but yeah, exactly. Uh, Thank you. Just like that, and we're going to pick it right back up from there. Well, I would yeah. like to talk about the climate change, too. So we'll talk about both of those things next Same time. Close. But we'll do that soon. And uh, next week, as I mentioned, we will hear all about Chelsea's trip to Washington, D.C. Chelsea but, goes to Washington. Chelsea goes to Washington. <laughs> but until then, I'm Christian Bada, Christian DMZ. Scott Moore at S-Man 80. Chelsea Galicia at Chelsea Galicia. Thanks again at Based in L.A. Thanks we will definitely us. see you guys again so soon. Fun. I and love And thanks to everybody in the chat. Yeah. Thanks, everyone. Me too. Wait, do I take these off? Do I Not quite. Shh. I have to do the thing. <laughs> <laughs>
from executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later! The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. <laughs>